<laughs> Just makes it feel somewhere like real. I'm getting used. I'm getting used to it. <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome to another Gospel Unplugged. Uh, this is Pastor Lofs, and today I am joined by my esteemed colleague. Oh, esteemed is a lot to live up to, but <laughs> Charlie Rudd, pastor in crime. <laughs> Good to be with you. And it is, uh, we're looking forward to the third Sunday of Advent, which is following this year at Mount Olivet on December the 10th. Uh, the same day, actually, is the Christmas concert, so we'll look for you in church twice that Sunday because it's a pretty special Sunday. Um, third Sunday in Advent this year, the narrative yeah. we've kind of been constructing around the theme of coming home for Christmas is an unexpected turn, and mm -hmm. certainly all kinds of unexpected things happen in the holiday season as we're approaching uh, any kind of family feasts and celebrations. And that's the theme of the story is two, which we'll read from Luke 2, the Love story it. of the Annunciation. Luke 1. Luke 1, yeah. 2, as well. you got to wait for Christmas for 2. That's true. <laughs> the whole, almost the whole chapter on Christmas Eve. Yeah. Luke 1, beginning at verse 26. In the sixth month, the angel Gabriel was sent by God to a town in Galilee called Nazareth, to a virgin engaged to a man whose name was Joseph of the house of David. The virgin's name was Mary, and he came to her and said, Greetings, favored one. The Lord is with you. But she was much perplexed by his words and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. The angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And now you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. And the Lord God will give to him the throne of his ancestor David. He will reign over the house of Jacob forever, and of his kingdom there will be no end. Mary said to the angel, How can this be, since I am a virgin? The angel said to her, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be holy. He will be called Son of God. And now your relative Elizabeth in her old age has also conceived a son, and this is the sixth month for her who was said to be barren, for nothing will be impossible with God. And then Mary said, Here I am, the servant of the Lord. Let it be with me according to your word. Then the angel departed from her. Big, big story. Yeah. Uh, one of the seminal turning point stories in the in the whole of Scripture, but certainly yeah. in the Christmas narrative. For sure. Uh, and curious if we're thinking about what it is to come home uh, and the mm. sense of unexpectedness. Pastor Rudd, what what jumped out at you as the preacher du jour? <laughs> this, uh, well, this has become kind of one of those that I love hearing every year. And uh, it has some nuggets that have been, you know, kind of, I love hearing it each time that it comes up. So you've got the Gabriel, who's been a messenger of God in the book of Daniel, to Daniel, and then previously to this, to uh, Zechariah in the temple, and uh, now to Mary. And I love his greeting because he says, greetings, favored one, the Lord is with you. And then one of my favorite verses in all of scripture is the next one, where it says, Mary was much perplexed by his words and pondered what sort of greeting this might be. Now, greetings, favored one, the Lord is with you sounds pretty nice, you know, but uh, there's, we haven't, we haven't sense of Mary's kind of keen insight, perhaps, of like when a messenger of God shows up, 
and says, favored one, it doesn't necessarily mean that things might be all nice and hunky-dory for you. Yeah. You know? No promise things are going to be easy. Yeah. So, you know, even other translations, they say, like, she was much, she was greatly troubled, you know? Mm -hmm. And we might, why, why? Well, there's something Mary maybe knows. Maybe she knows the story and that uh, if you're favored by God, often that might mean a lot of suffering for you too. So I I like that. And I think that that keys us in on some things uh, in that sense. And uh, yeah, I don't know what you think of that, but that's, I like that because, um, you know, thinking about what Mary will go through in bearing Jesus, um, mindful that she's going to see her child suffer. Mm -hmm. And for those who have seen your kids suffer or had sadly had a kid perish, you know, you understand like the huge grief of that and favored by God, really, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. So there's a sense of this deep, faith of Mary. I think that's why she gets, you know, re- uh, revered so well and elevated in a lot of our Christian, you know, in terms of talking about the great faithful of the Bible. Mary, rightly so, up there. And and there's a funny thing, too. I think, like, Gabriel is more gracious with her than he was with Zechariah, because Zechariah kind of questions, is like, hey, I don't know if this, and, and Gabriel's like, how dare you question me? You know, I come from God, and so now you're not going to be able to talk <laughs> anymore but she quite she kind of questions how you know how is this going to work because i'm a virgin and gabriel just goes on to explain a little bit more you know she kind of gets a pass on it so i don't know totally they both essentially say yeah how can this be right and uh yeah mary gets a pass yeah right (laughs) but but zachariah gets i'm gabriel yeah yeah that's exactly the answer i'm gabriel Shut your mouth. I, do you not? I, in case you were one, like maybe you didn't, maybe, maybe you missed it. Yeah. I'm, I'm Gabriel. I'm Gabriel, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, the, the, but then, um, you know, that great uh, statement of faith that she says right at the end there, here I am, the servant of the Lord. Uh, let it be with me according to your word. Essentially, thy will be done. You know, what we pray every Sunday or often in the Lord's Prayer and a great statement of faith from her. So this is a, you know, like like we've kind of talked about in the theme of the week, this unexpected turn where really where Mary is kind of a, a, a not a powerful person in the world. Um, she's, you know, lowly, you know, and God shows up in this grand, miraculous, uh, life-giving and really world-changing way. For mm-hmm. her, so there's a lot of um, beautiful power and grace in that. That story. might be part of the difference in these two stories. If someone should have known the way God acts in yeah. the world, it would be a priest of Israel. Sure, Zechariah. And yep. if someone is rightly perplexed or troubled or yeah. terrified, for that matter, you could imagine that being Mary. Yeah, mm-hmm. and so maybe that's a part of the, the narrative yeah. as well. There's a yeah. great, I have no idea how we picture what we imagine. It's probably one of those things we just fill in unconsciously. What what does Gabriel look like when he comes to mm. Mary? But there's this beautiful painting that hangs in the Philadelphia Art Institute um, by Henry Tanner, a turn of the last, last century uh, African-American artist with Mary kind of dressed as a peasant. Mm. And it's just this kind of immense light. I mean, mm. you can tell it's kind of a person, but it's also a kind of being of light. And I, 
it feels like, yeah, that's as good a guess as anyone in the angelic would look like. And sure. so no wonder she's perplexed. Yeah. Um, and what's kind yeah. of fun is this is a, lo a, a fairly long narrative in verses. And it here I am, the servant of the Lord, let it be according to me your word, is at the end. She gets to be perplexed or afraid. Yeah. True. She gets yep. some reassurance. She gets to ask how in the world could this can be. And mm -hmm. then she hears a word of promise. Yep. That she doesn't start like, oh, I've been waiting for you. Yeah. <laughs> or right. give me my orders. I'm ready. Yep. And I think for our people to kind of recognize that faithfulness isn't necessarily, here I am, Lord, send me. Yep. Sometimes it's like, this is scary. Yeah. How can this happen? Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. I'm willing to go. Love that. Love that. that I think that's great insight in that. Uh, and uh, all the things that you mentioned, uh, David, and also I noted and I was writing down that not only that the the Gabriel cites Elizabeth, like there's going to be some, there's somebody else. You're not going to be fact, alone. Yeah, you're not going to be one. There's one of these, your relatives, in fact, yeah. who uh, I've already been communicating with that yeah. family. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah. Uh, she's conceived also. And everyone thought that was impossible too. Exactly. Yeah. So there's something about like whatever trials or burdens that this, or, or blessedness or favoredness that this ent yeah. uh, uh, entails. Uh that there's even a support system almost yeah. that Gabriel promises in it. So there's so much in here. And like you say about the artwork, I was, I'm mindful that this, the Annunciation, as this is talked about, is, is often one of the most uh, depicted scenes, in, certainly in the New Testament, of, mm -hmm. the, of Gabriel coming to Mary to give her this news. So pretty yeah. wild, pretty fun. So we often will prepare a question or two yeah. for our folks to think about that gets us thinking about the sermon and our folks thinking about the day. So I'm curious, I have a kind of question in mind, curious what question you might offer. Yeah, I, I had a couple, one around that idea of what does it mean to be favored by God? And for, for Mary, that meant um, joy, certainly at the new birth, but it also meant trials for her. And so kind of, you know, what trials have you been through in your life? And then maybe in faith, how have you been able to see God at work in and through that trial or even beyond those trials mm -hmm. or to get you through? So I, I think that's a nice question to think about um, that. Yeah. So. I was just going to linger with the favorite part. I have yeah. a neighbor in the community we live, live in that I care about deeply, but she has kind of a very, what feels to me like a hallmark piety, mm. just sort of Christian sayings that she says a lot. So one of her favorites is, what can I say? I'm one of God's favorites. Mm. And finally, once I said, she said that, and I said, have you read the Bible? Mm -hmm. Yeah, <laughs> like, watch out. It's, right. it's like, yeah. It doesn't usually end well for God's favorites. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> Run into some trouble. So that yeah. question of what does it mean to be favored? Yeah. And, and are you ready? Buckle up. Yeah, To indeed. be favored is to be a wild ride. Mm -hmm. Did um, you have another? I, I've got another one, but yeah. You go ahead. We'll, yeah. we'll give three this week. Well, yeah, Bonus. sure. I thought about, you know, in the sense of the support system that Gabriel offers, noting that Elizabeth is with child as well, you know, from where or from whom do you gain support and encouragement and faith? Who are those people around you that you can lean on, rely upon, that maybe will even see God's work in and amongst you and with you when you can't? So mm -hmm. like that question too. Mm -hmm. Uh, what strikes me is, as we were kind of mentioning throughout this whole Gabriel uh, is not just kind or caring or sensitive, all of that in a sense, but it, it is uh, comfort, reassurance, encouragement, promise again and again to, to, to don't be afraid. You have found favor. Yeah. Um, as you mentioned, your cousin Elizabeth is going this, through this. You're not alone. 
your son will be great for God. There's nothing impossible for God. Uh, and thinking that that how powerful blessing can be. Mm. Just to sort of summarize all of that, Gabriel comes and blesses Mary. And thinking that that doesn't have to be the province exclusively of angels. Mm. And so wondering, uh, blessing is a powerful thing. We live at a time where uh, blame, <laughs> there's mm. a lot of blame, there's a lot of accusation, there's a lot of, but there's not a whole lot of blessing uh, in our public discourse. And maybe how, who might you bless this week? Uh, who might you say you are important to me, to God? Yeah. Yeah. You have something important to offer. Um, how can you bless someone with your confidence, with God's confidence? That might be kind of a fun bit of homework to give people after, uh, after Sunday. Nice. Well, it'll be fun to dig into it, you know, some more. Per usual. <laughs> That's yeah. right. All right. So we'll keep working. You keep thinking. We'll come together uh, on the 10th. We'll be singing in the morning and we'll be singing in the afternoon. So can't wait to see you there. Mm -hmm. Peace, y'all. Yeah.